You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Does Nintendo hate money? That's my question. I don't know if they hate money or if they just hate production costs. Yes, because like, they can turn into profits when you when supply meets demand. I don't know what the fuck it's is going simple on. Simple economics. They did they, this has been their mo since the fucking Wii. Do you really? Why? They, because where they wouldn't release more than like five at a fucking time. Well, the Wii was kind of revolutionary. It did kind of come out of nowhere. They didn't know it was going to be the, the runaway success that it was. So I, I kind so of give them a the pass on that. the same thing goes for the NES class. No, no. You think so? You don't think that you're going to... I mean, the the fact that it blew up on everybody's feed and that all the... Right, but they didn't know this when they, first started, when they first started producing it. How did they not however, know this, though? I could have how, told them this. However... They should have seen as people were fucking like, hey, can we get one of these? And looking yeah. at eBay and seeing that these things are going for like $500 yeah. when they were 75 bucks in stores, mm-hmm. they, they gave every GameStop like six of them. And that's all <laughs> they ever got. Yeah. And two, con- two extra controllers. Oh, great. Like, what the fuck? How do you only stock that much? Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree with you. I just feel like with the SNES, I like that it comes with two controllers automatically. Yeah, $20 more, though. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you're paying for it. It's not like they're doing no, any favors. No, it's only $5 more. No, it's not. It's $80. It's an $80 system. Yeah. It was the, 60 Was the NES 60 The NES was 60 Man, I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> you just handed over your money. Dude, I lucked out. How, I was just How much like, would you have paid for uh, the regular NES? I'd not probably paid 100 bucks. Yeah, I'd have probably paid. I bet they could have done that. I mean, people are paying more on eBay, so yeah. Yeah. Poor Jenna, she bought it for me on eBay. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, do you have one? One of the minis? No, she bought it for me on eBay. Um, but I made her send it back because she spent so much on it. I was like, baby, if you're gonna buy me that, just buy me a switch. How much? I'll send you a link to a switch. She 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 could have bought a switch. Oh wow! (laughs) Fucking a, dude. I wanted that much. I was like, we have emulators, we have all the games. But this one, this one's gonna be different. Yeah. Yeah, I want this one. This one, the thing that really sets it apart. Well, one, it's got Mario RPG. Mm-hmm. It has Earthbound. Never Final played. Fantasy 3. You never played Earthbound? Never played. I've only played the first like two minutes of it. Mm. Uh, but it's... Same thing with Secret of Mana. I saw they put that on there too Secret and I really want to... No, not I've... a fan? No, no, no. Ooh, controversial. Not that it isn't a good game. Mm-hmm. It's just not up my alley. Like mm-hmm. Secret of Mana isn't going to be a selling point for me, mm. but Final Fantasy 3... A.K.A. See, Final Fantasy VI. I never Japan. made it all the way through that That one. game is fucking... That's one of the best. And I've been wanting Super to go back Metroid. and play one of them. Is that the one to do? That one is the Not one to do. Not part two or you mean You mean part two as in part four? Four, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, part four is good. Piece. It's good, but six to it's me, better. is still the best Final Fantasy game ever made. There you go. That's all I yeah. need to know. Okay. Uh, Super Metroid. Yeah, dude. Link to the Past. I've been playing that over the weekend. <laughs> Wow! I got so excited, so excited! You decided to destroy your fucking iPad. You know, I'm passionate, passionate about my video games. You played Link to the Past? No, no, I played uh, Super Metroid. Oh, Super Metroid! Me and the Mrs. Fucking the music to it. I forgot how beautiful. Jenna kept mentioning. She was like, "This is beautiful. Like it's gorgeous." I'm like, "It really is." Especially fucking considering 16 bit. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's fun. A great fucking action game. Mm Uh, but I think the thing that I'm most excited about is the previously unreleased anywhere yeah. Star Fox 2. Now I have a uh, a, a ROM of this that yeah. uh, I've used in my emulator before, uh, and I maybe played the first level or two, uh, and it, it's it's more of the same, which uh-huh. is great though. Yeah, um, because I remember being blown away at the time, and I loved it, and just the mechanics and the 3D space, and here it was, dude. I I, I don't con- know that it's going to hold up. I consumed so much Star Fox mm-hmm. when I was a kid with the Super Nintendo. Like I went and grabbed that the day it came out. Yep. 
And I played it over and over and over and over again so goddamn much <laughs> that I used to be able to get through that game without losing a life. Like, wow. I would just fucking fly through that goddamn game. It is game. once you kind of get the rhythm of it. Uh-huh. Um, and, and the and patterns. And you know There's the levels. A lot of patterns. But then also control of the uh, the, the, fly the R-wing. Right? It's really like tight controls. Yes, it is, mm-hmm. man. It, I, I would still put it up there because I've gone back and I've played uh, just about a year or so back. when Maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. When we moved into the apartment... The first thing I did was hooked up the Super Nintendo, <laughs> and my whole goal was like I I was going to beat Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. I remember you saying this, yeah, and before the baby was born, and I ended up pulling that off. Nice, uh, but then I threw in Star Fox. Oh, and dude, those controls are so goddamn satisfying. It's so <laughs> yeah. so tight. A lot so of muscle good. memory though. Were you as good as you uh, no, were in the past? I yeah. sure was not, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be when this SNES Classic comes out. Try to play it on that, and and the thing that I like about that is. There is definitely a more responsive uh, signal, like I noticed on the NES Classic. Just the fact that those games are kind of hardwired into the system, right? There's a little bit of a latency with the original NES that isn't there. No, oh, interesting. And so there's kind of a you used to maybe mentally, even if you didn't subconsciously, you would kind of you would you would make allowances for that while you're playing the game, right? So it's it's kind of fun relearning this stuff. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is uh, this is the Eight Big Gladiators on the Next Wave Radio <laughs> Network. Uh, yeah, no, so I'm kind of excited about that. Um, I am too. How was your weekend, man? Uh, weekend, weekend. What happened this weekend? Did you go like to a concert or something on Saturday night? Uh, oh yeah, saw yeah. the um, saw the Nixons yes. play a little reunion. Uh, Hell yeah! I guess they're putting out a new album, maybe a little unannounced, but yeah. uh, saw the Nixons play. Weren't Never they, seen them live. Weren't they the ones that were like, "Sister, I see you"? Yep. And now name another song. Dancing on the stage. And the next song memory. that you remember. The next song is <laughs> no different. Different band. Although I do enjoy that band. I don't know. Yeah. I can't name another Nixon. That's song. the problem. Everybody knows the one. <laughs> and Jason Cox, our, our mutual friend, is the only other one who knows. Who knows like, more he knows than like one. all of the albums. He's seen them like over fifty times. Nice. So he claims. Yeah. And dubious. I thought he went and saw them like over the summer or not over the. He, over did, the, he fucking over drove the to Oklahoma holiday. City yeah. a couple of months ago and saw them there. Saw them. Mm-hmm. That's right. Not knowing that mere months later they'd be playing here. <laughs> that's funny. The well, big that's, D. That's fan. I mean, you know what? If you can, ha- if you can hack it, mm-hmm. fucking do it, man. <laughs> fucking do it. What do you mean, hack it? If you can buddy hack it, if you if you could take the time, <laughs> if you could take the time to go to go to Oklahoma saying. City, mm-hmm. if you've got the the resources right. and the time, must be nice. Fucking do it, man. Mm-hmm. It's fucking. If I'm going to drive somewhere for three hours. I'm not going to Oklahoma City. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Austin is that far away. I'll see you there. <laughs> hey, although uh, this weekend, uh, something movie related I did do is uh, I saw a sneak preview of a movie that you'll be very excited about. I yeah. think to hear. Yeah, uh, a little movie called Baby Driver. Oh yeah, the new Edgar Wright film. What, what? How was it? Does it? Is it good? It's good. It's great. It's okay. great. Now, oh. now I will temper your expectations though and say that uh, it's not a. It's not. A, it's not a character study. It's not like Unbreakable. Okay. Night Shyamalan's right. Unbreakable. Oh, that's good. Weeks ago. That's great. Uh, it actually moves at uh, the opposite pace at a breakneck speed. Of that it is. It, it's got some of the best chase scenes uh, in a film because it's Edgar Wright and it's so amazing. Yeah, his style is perfect for like a car chase heist movie, which is basically what it is. Uh, it's not very deep though. Not going to really get into a lot. Of characters you get to know the characters and like them yeah but uh it's 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 something that um michael mann would do like it's it's kind of a typical really uh, i see i don't see michael mann doing something like this if it was well, michael mann not in the, then we'd go back to character study territory but, but i mean like, well, everything took forever maybe i'm using and, the wrong man who did um <laughs> manfred man <laughs> literally leslie man no who did um i love you miami man? vice that's michael mann it is michael mann right yeah yeah, yeah so it's a little bit so like you're that. thinking 80s michael mann 
Uh, not like well, not not heat Michael Mann, where everything is like De Niro and Pacino, just like a fucking camera on them. Looking no, at no, a no, helicopter no, no, and, no, no. Just in the sense that it's like you know, cops and robbers movie, though. sort of film. Fucking heat's so good. But did the execution and the, uh, the things he's doing with music? Um, I had no idea. It's, this movie is almost a musical. Yeah. Uh, well, Scott Pilgrim and it's it really is kind of a musical. That's true. And there's a lot of similarities here. Some yeah. of the things that he did with with sound and kind of syncing up with music. Uh, he's doing the same thing here. And thank, it's really inventive. Thank God he moved back. He he moved to like American film. <laughs> yeah. We're now, tired of fucking Sean uh, The Sean of the Bean Dead yeah. yeah Sean Bean No what's the guy's name Sean Bean Simon Pegg Simon Pegg And Nick Frost Yeah exactly yeah. Let's retire that I mean those movies are great Yeah but, but I this feel is like, like a hard R When he When he went Scott Pilgrim He took his game to a whole nother level Absolutely it's, it's Another a, level dude It's not <laughs> She's got battle scars dude <laughs> This is not a Scott Pilgrim You're not going to be rewatching it over and over again yeah. But uh, I already want to see it a second time but, So uh, Then yeah. you just completely lied to me i just said i don't you don't want to see it over and over again you just want to see it over again oh okay and then and then (laughs) it'll be over the distinction is very clear again i understand that (laughs) wow um hey dude thank you very much for coming out on saturday thank you for having us and letting us be a part of your your awesome read it was um Mm -hmm. it was very helpful and i can't even begin to tell you like how much i appreciate everybody taking the time out of their saturday to come out some caliber some talent Uh, I, yeah, I had no idea. I just thought it was going to be a bunch of your friends, but like I forget they, all they, your they friends are, are in friends. are in theater. Yeah, yeah, but I know. But like if if I did the same thing, it would not have sounded the way it did. But I, it didn't help that your uh, or, or it did help that your uh, your Lone Ranger script, your adaptation, was just fucking hilarious, dude. It's yeah. great. I can't I, wait I to see it on stage. Someday. Well, it's it, it has some stuff that I need to address. There's some rewrites that have to be done. But, Always. Um, you know, th- there were some things I was afraid weren't going to play mm-hmm. uh, that people seem to like, dude. And some things that I thought would like. That people might like a little bit more than maybe they did. Yeah, it's always interesting. Isn't yeah, it? you think, it's like wow. Why didn't you laugh as hard? I really, I really laugh felt at me. like because I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I really thought that the part where like a fucking transformer shows up, <laughs> like everybody would be like, "What the fuck was that all about?" And people seem to like it. I oh, mean, yeah, you're I'm trusting play into that the everybody's crowd, telling though. me the truth. Mm-hmm. Oh I, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I, I like that you appreciated some of my music choices <laughs> as we were reading. You're like, oh, yeah. Like, to the point where I was singing along because I needed to hear <laughs> that soundtrack. Yeah. After it's, all is said and done. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so no, that was, that was really fun. Uh, for a script that took me five years to get through the first mm-hmm. draft, uh, I really hope that the rewrites take a little bit quicker. And <laughs> we could shop this thing around. Maybe, maybe put it on the yeah, stage somewhere. It's great, man. I appreciate that. Thank I was you. impressed. Thank you. It's uh, I'm not. I don't. I can't remember the last time I wrote a comedy, mm. um, but it, it felt good. It felt good. Yeah, is all I'm no. going to say. It's not as good as the movie we're doing today, though. Hey, man. <laughs> I mean, it's when you're talking Criterion Collection material. Um, oh wait, oh, oh, you're, you're you're being very serious, right? <laughs> no, no. Uh, guys, this is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name is Joe. Mine's Joel, and this is where we come to talk about movies. Uh, sometimes they're good movies, sometimes they're bad movies. No matter what the case, uh, we will watch a movie. Uh, try to do it every week and then come back here and talk about it with each other and invite you our lovely editing bay listeners to take part in the discussion just go to facebook in the search function put in the editing bay find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes click on that and that's where you could join us and talk about um <laughs> this gem from 2016 yeah uh just a scant year ago yeah well, almost I, to the day joe and the reason we uh, the reason we picked this is because it's Independence Day. Independence Day. Let freedom ring. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yes, we uh, decided to bite the bullet (laughs) and watch 
Independence Day resurgence. Now, why did we do this last year when it was fresh in theaters? We could have just gone out. I don't think any of us wanted to at the moment. No, you're absolutely right. To go to the theater to see it. You're absolutely well, and it's like especially in the summer when there are so many other good choices. Like I'm going to go to the Alamo. I don't want to see this Independence Day for two and a half hours. I want to go see uh, what was a big summer movie last year. A big summer movie last year was 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 Inside Out. Was that last year? uh, Was Doctor Strange? Was Doctor, uh, Doctor Strange, Strange was movie? last year? That's right. Yeah. Wait, that wasn't a summer release. It wasn't that was like summer. November. Was it? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was on my birthday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it came oh, out on my birthday. Happy birthday! Hey, wah, wah. Here's a mediocre Marvel movie. Man, I can't think of any of the summer movies that came out last year. <laughs> That's uh, fucking horrible. How can I not think Batman of this? Batman versus no, that was no Suicide Squad. <laughs> was that last year? Suicide Squad was last year. That's right. It was. That was some fucking dumpster yeah, fire see? of a movie. That's one of those films that I started on the plane and wasn't able to finish and. <laughs> Really don't care to go back to, and God. I just went on living my life. You know what? That's good. I'll just know. I'll just know. I was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Um, so, uh, <laughs> oh, God, I don't even know where to start with this movie. Me, me neither. So, it, did you go ahead? I, I'll start with a question, Joe. Sure. In 1996, right, when the Independence, the, the first Independence Day came out, which I'm sure you saw in theaters uh, at least once. If not multiple times, as, yeah. I, as did I. I got fucking ne- uh, tricked into seeing it a oh. second time in the theater. Oh, oh, so you did not enjoy the first one? No. I guess We've I should have remembered that from uh, from last year's. Not a big fan episode. of it. Yeah. Um, like the first... How do I put this? Like, I, There are parts of it that I liked, mm-hmm. but as a whole, the complete execution of it... Yeah. It leaves me wanting. But Every I'm, time I watch it, I'm like, Ugh. I will say, though, that uh, it's it's kind of turned into a classic in its own right. Uh-huh. You say? I mean, like... Well, I think that it's definitely a movie that revolutionized the summer blockbuster. Yeah. Um, and kind of reinvigorated that whole uh, uh, disaster movies, type Disaster of... popcorn movies. That's that's what Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich this were all about. Before Armageddon, right? Yes. Yeah. Our, this was way before Armageddon. And these are the guys that put together the Godzilla movie. Oh, oh no. Yeah. They did, shall not be named. They did Stargate. Oh, love Stargate. That's right. I love Stargate. Yeah. I think their up. first major picture was Universal Soldier. Uh, also not bad. With it, Jean-Claude it's, Van Damme. It's not bad. Right? It's mm-hmm. not great. Uh, also with, uh, uh, what's his name? He-Man. Dolph oh, shit. Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> Easy for you to okay, say. Okay, <laughs> Uh, so they did Universal Soldier, Stargate. From Sorry, Star- now I'm just hearing you. Stargate. Uh, Scooby Doo no, trying to say Dolph good. Lundgren. In Ralph Lundgren. <laughs> you go, thank you. <laughs> uh, see, I, I, can't, I can't even do the fucking laugh. It doesn't matter. You gotta, I like, had an try itch to and do you scratched it. it. Oh, yeah, dude. Lift up those balls. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Cut that part out, Jeff. And so, yeah, they did Godzilla. What else have they done? Uh, oh, oh, The Day After Tomorrow. A lot tomorrow. of shit. Yeah, and then 2000. 2015? Or was it 2012? It was 2012. Uh, it's kind of the same movie, right? Totally, yes. <laughs> I think you can make the argument that they took well, place in the same universe. For a second, I thought, like, I was like, was that the subtitle to 2012? <laughs> the Day After, the day after tomorrow. tomorrow? That would have been confusing. The, the year after next year. <laughs> 2012. That was going to be the sequel. Dude, that was a movie where, like, Oliver Platt was the bad guy. Was he? It's, it's so weird. Yeah. I thought nature was the bad guy. <laughs> nature was the bad person. <laughs> Ooh. It was the villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Him yeah. or her. So, so that's what these guys do. They kind of do the disaster movie. Uh, and the thing is, I think Stargate encapsulates perfectly mm-hmm. what people wanted out of these two, where it's a very, <laughs> I, it's the best way I could think to say it. Stargate has this very like pulpy sci-fi feel to mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. where like you could see this movie being made in the 60s, uh, you know, with cheesy special effects. It's John from Mars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, kind of bringing it 
1994 mm-hmm. is that when it came out i think that's yes, when stargate yes. came out um and and it's fun and you've got someone like kurt russell in there james spader like these performances elevate what's going on in the film not unlike uh 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 uh, 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 uh what's his name <laughs> jeff goldblum in independence day and i will say will who, smith and, and will smith who is sorely missed in this film they both elevate that film absolutely uh and even even with me not enjoying the movie as much as most do, mm-hmm. I enjoy them. Oh, there are some quotable moments from both of those guys yes. that I think have just kind of entered the the, the lexicon. Did not promise you fireworks. Yeah, that's right. Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. Uh, uh, night, oh, let's see. I was going to do a Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> None of my love for you. None of my love, dude. Jeff Goldblum quoted himself in this movie. Yes, I noticed that. Did you notice twice? Where, where they he, called back? They, well, they call back to Jurassic Park at one point. Oh, which one where, did they do? From where Jurassic they're in? Park? They're in Africa. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even started like setting up the story here. <laughs> this is they're, the more interesting. Goldblum's in film. Africa, and the guy he's talking to that African warlord, and he's talking about his father and stuff, and talks about like all the the, the skulls, the trophies that he kept, mm-hmm. and he says something like, "Era." Your father was uh, tenacious. Tenacious. That's right. I'm like, what? And then later on, he uh, at the end with the uh, with the uh, Brent Spiner, uh-huh. uh, Data from Star Trek, <laughs> uh, with a wig on. He uh, he he tell, tells him to uh, all right, go uh, go do your stuff, which is a callback. Do you remember that he does it in the first one? Take, yeah. Take him. Take him out. Take, take him down. Take him. Do, do your him, stuff. Do your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was subtle, but I caught it because that was one of my favorite quotes. There you go. There was a Jeff Goldblum quote. Yeah. Uh, he did it. Self high five. So boom! Look at that. that was a magical self high five. <laughs> so I practice at home. Independence Day resurgence takes place twenty years. It's after real the time. events of the original film. It's real time. It's, it's a documentary made in real time. <laughs> it is kind of weird how they're treating it like almost as an alternate universe because they are. It, it is twenty seventeen. Yeah, uh, just, but we've got the technology. Yeah, of from like they, they pull the Transformers. Where yeah. they talked about, like, in the first Transformers movie, they talk about how technology jumped forward when they found the body of Megatron or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they kind of do that in here, where it's like we had all their alien technology and we assimilated it into our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yay, now we have airplanes <laughs> that fly to the moon yeah, in 10 seconds. Flying robots and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> moon bases. Mo- Jazz yes, to moon base, too. <laughs> I knew that was coming the minute I said that. <laughs> Set you up. So, so I guess David Levinson, Jeff Goldblum, mm-hmm. yeah. works for the U.N., and he's on like some kind of weird peacekeeping yeah, where he mission. Yeah, he goes whatever. around and fucks chicks from foreign countries. <laughs> yes, it's exactly what he does yeah. throughout this. He's always movie. a player in all of his films, like the the Malcolm, um, uh, Doctor Malcolm that he plays in Jurassic Park World. Yeah, is kind of a, a bit of a Jurassic player, right? Park. Jurassic is. World Park. Jurassic World Park. I don't think oh, he was mean, in Jurassic World. No, but you know he's going to be in the sequel. <gasps> Are you fucking kidding? Not at all. Yes, sir. You know Jeff Goldblum. Come and I even met Colin Trevorrow. And is that how you say his me? name? Yep. It's a good thing you I looked was that cor- up. I was corrected. Oh no! I, by the man when, himself. When I, by the man himself. <gasps> Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. Uh, it's Trevorrow. I. I uh, yeah, ex- that's kind of how it went down. Oh no! Was he so a dish I introduced- about it? No. He oh, was, okay. He was actually a really sweet guy. Really nice. Good. Because you might get fired from Star Wars the way I hear. I was oh really? No, no. Oh right. god. I was like, oh but shit. They're on a firing spree, so they watch your are, back. Dude. What, happened to, what happened to Phil Lord and uh, what's his name Apparently they're real fuck ups. <laughs> really? Yeah, they, I they ran t- over their heads and the, the entire cast and crew hated them and everybody was glad to see him going and wow. run out or take over. I guess maybe they're better directing Legos than they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> directing I, I just people. don't think they're uh, focused enough to uh, to to meet the demands of carrying on a Star Wars franchise. Um, and that was uh, that was learned hard. Wow. Also, Lawrence Kasdan really likes to have his dialogue read. Yeah, he's not into improv apparently. Yeah, and they and they do a lot of improv. They were trying to do like a Twenty One Jump Street version of Hans. Oh, no, I don't think that's what anybody wants. <laughs> Him and Chewie just kind of riffing. 
How many dicks have you sucked? <laughs> God damn it, Chewy. Uh, no, so we talked to him a little bit, and uh, when I introduced him to the uh, the DJ that was going to be interviewing him, I was like, Zan, this is Colin Trevorrow, and he was like, um, Trevorrow. Oh. I was like, ah, uh, sorry. <laughs> I just... But if somebody's going to say it on the air, it's not like, you know, you met him for dinner and, like, you're never going to see him again. Exactly. His name was going to have to be pronounced in 20 seconds when the light goes on. Exactly. And he was was a very very sweet guy. Uh, He was trying desperately to push his Book of Henry movie that he was in town for. I know. Nobody wants to talk about that. All my jock was asking about was, like, so when you get a job on something like Star Wars. (laughs) That's anybody wants to hear about. And he's like, you know, yeah. And she asked, she's like, hey, uh, so, like, are you a fan? And he, he was like, well, when I was a kid, I was a big fan of Star Wars. Oh. And she's like, oh, my God. Are you saying, like, he's like, well, I'm just not into it like I was. But she's like, oh, my God. I, she's like, I, I sense a millions of fanboys around the DFW uh. Metroplex, like, suddenly curling up and, like, having to huddle in a corner and Well, wasn't he just saying themselves. that uh, that he, maybe he wasn't a fan of the, the prequel movies? No, That's he, how I he, interpreted he was, that. He was actually saying, like... You know that that he enjoys it. Yeah, he's like, but you know, Star Wars now for me is for my son, and hmm. that's what. Yeah, I didn't quite know how to say. And the thing is, here it I am, sound very good. and and I'm like, wow, I'm one of those people that she just said is like her cuddle, huddled yeah. up. You know? it's like fucking Star Wars is so it's so important to me. Uh, what I, I was happy with was the fact that I wore my Mister DNA T-shirt. Oh no! Yes, <laughs> and you know, a little trivia. Mm-hmm. Colin Trevorrow did the voice of Mr. DNA in Jurassic World as a placeholder, and then they just decided to keep it. Oh, oh that's not even the same guy they got it's back? It's not even the same oh, guy. Oh, sounds just like it's him. It's him. And that's what they said. They were like, well, you sound enough like him. Let's just use that. <laughs> and so when I went and got Cheap him, asses. he comes into the elevator, and he's like, ah, Mr. DNA. He's like, I, I, I did the voice for that. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I know. That's why I wore it. Because it's cold. like a, a familiar face for you. Yeah. He appreciated that. Nice. He was Good. very nice about it. When I, when I walked him down, he was like, and hey... I really appreciate that. Oh, that was really that's fun. cool. Yeah, it was, it was really. He was kind of. He was a nice. All guy. right. Well, hope so, he wow. doesn't fuck it up. I mean, <laughs> that's what I said as he left. I was can like, we get Don't real? Fuck it up. Can we get real, Joe? Uh, we can. Uh, speaking of like alternate universes, somewhere there's an alternate universe with this Earth that where J.J. Uh, Abrams just directed all three. Uh, and Carrie Fisher. No, well, Ryan and Johnson. Fisher still. Like, Ryan Johnson right, directs right. all three. In fact, I hope they give him the third one. You think they will? Mm. Dude, then that will negate the fact that I was all excited that I finally met a Star Wars director. <laughs> oh. I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> He's got to do like Safety Ooh, Not you. Guaranteed 2. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would watch. I would too. It would be him and Aubrey Plaza. In the, <laughs> just in the future. Uh, or they go back to the past. or like dinosaurs. Like it oh, fucked up. Oh, shit. In Jurassic World. Oh, tie-in. <laughs> oh, and Chris Pratt and Aubrey Plaza will have a reunion. I know, right? And he'll be Burt Macklin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll just look You're at her. Catch me. She'll look at him and go, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you did it again. <laughs> yeah. That's a Parks and Rec. Parks and reference. So, uh, so... Uh, Independence Day resurgence. Oh God! It's twenty years later. Yeah, uh, and so where I was going initially, yeah. fifteen minutes ago, was uh, <laughs> you, so you didn't really like the first one so much. So Not you didn't really fan. care about what happened in the sequel. Like uh, this seems like I thought it was it was unnecessary. This seems like the sequel that was like forced upon us. Yeah, which unfortunately is a trend nowadays, mm-hmm. as with the Mummy and that whole universal the dark universe. Yeah, that they're trying to foist upon us. Like maybe make a movie first and see if people want it before you sign these big actors into big. Three picture deals. I think that what you need to do is fucking focus on your movie. Yeah. Focus on that before you decide to create a cinematic universe yeah. around it. Nobody wants to watch a movie as homework for a movie that's not coming out in three right. years. Right. <laughs> uh, you know what? Marvel kind of they struck they struck while it was hot. They they captured lightning in a bottle uh, with 
likable characters, likable actors, uh, compelling storylines. I'll even go so far as to say that the Ed Norton Hulk was a compelling enough movie. Yeah. It made me excited to see more. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we get to see more Hulk. I'm glad that fucking Aww. we've we've managed to keep an actor in that role for yeah. more than like a year and a half. I wish it could have been him. I, I do too. I do too. I but mean, Ruffalo's fine. Ruffalo's good. Yeah. I think Ruffalo has kind of that everyman quality that Bruce Banner should have. Yeah. Uh whereas Edward Norton seems kinda of like a, a stuck up putz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not as relatable. No. Maybe. Not at all. I'll give you that. So I'm I'm kind of okay with this. Uh no, I wasn't I, I wasn't really excited about there being a sequel to Independence Day. No. I don't uh, think anybody was. I thought that it came far too late. And the fact that they even play it up in this movie. They do a lot of things in this movie that aren't quite as subliminal as I think they want them to be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but like, really everyone's talking about like it's the twenty year anniversary. Oh right. Man, you know when when David and President Whitmore find they meet back up again, he's like David, or Mr. Levinson, yeah. President Whitmore, it's been a while. How long? 20 years. And that, Like, really? You didn't do, like, a 10-year celebration of, like... <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I feel like the, the, the that liberation would be an annual of the, thing. Like, it would be an annual thing. You would celebrate this every day. Yeah. July 4th would be your Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you would probably Let celebrate freedom ring. Why are you waiting 20 years to then, like, celebrate this thing and, like, we're going to pull out our moon jets and fucking roll <laughs> roll poor Robert Loja out yes. before... He's dead now, too, isn't he? Oh, no, is he? did he, Robert was Loja this his last? I think this was his last Did he thing. die making this film? Because he I looked think, like it. I think so. He, he had no like lines. He was about to And die. I think he barely had any motion. Like, I think his head maybe turned any blades Well, Joel, twice. because I think they superimposed his head on oh, somebody no, else's did body. They, is that, did they Christopher I Lloyd think, him? I think they may Just have really? done that. Christopher Lloyd. I like Christopher Lloyd. Let's let's talk about that. Let's Christopher recast. Lloyd this. Uh, I think he passed away while making this movie. And that's understandable because this movie would have killed anybody. Uh, Let me see. Died. December 4th. 2015. Yeah, so they would have already filmed it. Yeah. Or had filmed it. <laughs> yes. We're filming it. Oh, well, that's sad because he does look ill. He, he looks like he wants to die. <laughs> this this movie like, killed him. Somebody... Kill me. Oh, I don't want to do this movie. <laughs> Tell them how to bring those sons of bitches down. <laughs> that was his line. Yeah. Oh, oh, you don't have to tell me. Yeah. I've seen that movie several times. Like an Adam Baldwin. It's not a great film, Joe, but... <laughs> Wait, which one? The first one? The first one. Okay. But it does, I agree. It does enough things right that have made it a classic, that have made people remember it. And, Joel, what and did the, Independence Day do right? What, <laughs> <laughs> listen to my episode from two years ago where I fucking told you. No, um, it's a nice ensemble piece. And like you said, the performances uh, elevated above what could have been a really schlocky Disaster movie. In, in some in some places. Yeah. More often than not, it was pretty fucking horrible. Like fire doesn't go into open doorways. Listen, okay, well there's a not there's a, the the science does not check out on Independence Day. That much is clear twenty years later. I like but that, at that the fire time, finally caught up to her though. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fate finally he caught was up. Out to running her. it. Yeah. I like that the dog made it too to, by jumping across. No, I'm the talking about car. what happened in this new movie. Oh no. Fate finally oh, caught up this to This is kinda of like a final destination. <laughs> Yes. 20 years on for Vivica, Vivica A. Fox. Vivica A. Fox. And Bill Pullman. Fate finally caught up to you. Yeah. what, Dude, what was that all about? So Vivica A. Fox is in this for a it hot was, second. It was about an abbreviated paycheck. I guess so. They couldn't give her anymore. Well, this is the only time between uh, filming Sharknado's 7 and 8 <laughs> where she she was available. It was so fucking... What a horrible death. What, like a, 
what, what for a, someone it was a who was one of like one of the heroes of the first movie. Everybody <laughs> who was a hero from the first movie <laughs> dies. Kind of gets like shat on in yeah. this film. Like the, Will Smith, we find out Will Smith's character died in a training exercise. Yeah. We just see some uh, some photos of him that they paid to use the rights of. One of them is like of them as the family. One, one of the, okay, there's one of promo. them that's in the White House, and it's totally yeah, a to- totally a promo headshot, like. Of him in the desert, like after killing the alien, like it's the best way. I know it's not literally that, <laughs> but must it have seems been... like it was. Like this was a moment in the movie, in the first movie, where there was definitely not a fucking photographer around. <laughs> Why is there a fucking shot of him from this moment? There must have been something in Will Smith's contract that was like, even if you don't come back for another independent movie, we have the use or the right to use any materials that were captured of your likeness during yeah. this film and sequels, because that's exactly what it is. Yeah, the shot of him and young Vivica. And uh, the little son, <laughs> little Dylan, who's all grown up in this movie, played yeah. by an unforgettable actor. <laughs> yes. In a what forgettable was, role. What was his name? Uh, no, I'm being facetious. <laughs> oh, he, I know. He's I know. very forget- I, I don't know his name. Michael B. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you practiced that. No, I did not. You're good, man. My brain. You're so funny. <laughs> no, you're pretty. You're pretty. You're going to be the head cheerleader. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, they think. They kill him off, mm-hmm. like in in the most lackluster fashion, though. In a fucking training exercise, this is a guy who who crashed a fucking jet trying to take out <laughs> some aliens, punched a fucking alien, yeah. who was wearing fucking body punched armor, punched him through the armor, punched him through the armor to knock him out, mm-hmm. and then dragged him through the desert. Gets back in a ship, flies with Jeff Goldblum to the fucking spaceship yeah, on a suicide mission. On a suicide mission, and then they realize, hey, oh, we're good, we can get out of here. They yeah. fly out. And he fucking, like, this dude has done the uh, the apex of heroics yeah. in this movie. Will Smith died of pneumonia. <laughs> I know, right? It's so fucking He was sleeping bad. comfortably at the age of 38. Captain Hiller died of dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> On the Oregon Trail. I know, right? <laughs> and then in, uh, and that, but then they bring back people like Brent Spiner. It's, it, didn't it, it, he Joe, die in the first movie? Joe, it's, it's all of the characters you didn't want to see come back, <laughs> yes. come back, and none of the ones you did. Right. Well, I mean, Jeff Goldblum, obviously. Jeff Goldblum was the get. But he gets, I feel like he signed his contract first before like they told they him. They needed like, oh, that. Will Smith is totally coming back. They needed oh, him me and, me and to Will. try to get everybody else. On the, on the ship again. Let's let's do it. Let's I take him like, out. Let's I take him like down. Bill, Bill Paxton was like... <laughs> I need a paycheck. Yeah, Put uh, me on this fucking movie. Yeah. You can just use my picture and likeness. <laughs> I don't even have to be on set. Uh, no, Bill, we could do that anyway. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. This whole Spaceballs 2 thing hasn't, hasn't come through yet. <laughs> Spaceballs 2. And I have a feeling they may prequelize it anyway. I, I, I think they... The younger. I might be getting a little too Barf. old to play Lone Star. <laughs> <laughs> you think he wakes up in the middle of the night screaming, Barf! Barf! <laughs> Barf. Oh. <laughs> Coming soon to an episode of the editing. Rest, rest in peace, John. Sooner than you think. Oh, man. Oh, no, yeah. but you're no, absolutely no, no. right. They bring back all these characters. They bring back fucking... They bring back Jeff Goldblum's father, Judd Hirsch. Yes, they the most annoying back. character from the first one. And like at one point, he's giving a, a lecture about his book. Like He's trying to push his like, book. That's how they introduce a, his character. Old folks home. Reintroduce. And the next scene, he's on a boat in the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean. Yeah. What the? F- where, how the fuck did this happen? They don't say like <laughs> he wasn't why, living at the where home. He is. He was just what, presenting. But, but how did he ways. get to the boat? Why was he on the boat? Oh, well, that's he. He has a throwaway line where he says, "I shouldn't have bought this boat. I should have kept my apartment or whatever." No, th- and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But we don't see between the scene where he's at the Joe, old folks. Home. You know very well why he's on that boat. <laughs> so we can see the shot of the big mothership 
coming into the ocean and the wave that chases him and all the tanker ships that are approaching him. And then later on, he's rescued by uh, the fucking Brady Bunch. Like, like yeah. a, a quartet of children. That's right. That's like... What, where are your parents? Of the corn. <laughs> yeah. And they see his lifeless body and they decide to pull over. And they're like, like they think he's that's a dead moving. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's probably a lot of people that are trapped underneath know, the debris. Right? That Why did are you also choose alive. just Judd Hirsch? I know. Leave him behind. <laughs> There's so much horrible fucking exposition that's delivered in this movie. Uh, like the Patricia character, mm-hmm. President Whitmore's daughter, is all grown up. Mm-hmm. She now and works now for the president, and she's now blonde, blonde and skinny. Uh, and uh, and she's she's in a relationship with uh, Liam Hemsworth. Cr- Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. I almost said Ian Hemsworth. <laughs> I'm like I don't even think that's a person. Uh, Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Hashtag Ian Hemsworth. And the fuck the, in their dialogue, she's like she says stuff like. You're my fiance, and I, like, shit, <laughs> isn't it shit the worst? People never fucking say to each other, <laughs> "Joe, you're my friend." <laughs> and so that's why I'm going to deliver this like, line of exposition. I, I never say, like, "Joe, look, we've been friends for eight years now, <laughs> and in all that time, uh, I've never gone like it's so bad. It's like all you needed was one more pass on this dialogue just to fix it up a little bit, yeah. and just you know, instead you could be like." Uh, you know, the date's approaching. I know, I know. Uh, I'm going to be done with this run on the moon or whatever in time, and I'm going to marry you, baby. Like, mm-hmm. that's all you have to do. It's a little better. Yeah. I, look, I'm, be just, I'm doing it on the fucking fly. <laughs> no, no. And already, it's better than what they have in this film. It's, it's so it also, sloppy. You brought up earlier that kind of cardinal sin of... Uh, of, it's not only the exposition and how it's given, but when it's given. Yeah. Like, on the way to... <laughs> where were they? They were driving in the desert. Yes. Yeah. Going oh, towards okay. Area yeah. 51. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we open up, and this is where the introduction of the... The reintroduction of the David Levinson character. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a dude in the backseat of this Jeep. There's a convoy of Jeeps. They're in the middle of the fucking desert. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been... Logically, they've been driving for at least 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> And they open up on this scene, and like it's this douchebag that's in the back, the Floyd character. Yeah, the annoying like, one. I got to tell you, it's been really tough to track you down, Mr. Levinson, <laughs> but I got a few things I need to talk to you about. I'm like, wait, what? so conceivably, what the fuck have you guys been doing for <laughs> yeah, the past 45 minutes to an hour? Shows in this, this moment where nobody can hear you. <laughs> right. In the back of a Humvee. Oh, my God. I hate when they do that yeah, shit. Yeah. I hate it's when like, they do you that. You guys didn't have this conversation before you got in the car to come right. over? And and luckily, you know, we we use this as a way to introduce the African warlord that the Michonne of he is. of Independence Day. There you go. He's the guy that kills aliens with fucking machetes That's and right. stuff. Always from behind. <laughs> it's the same. It's my same rule. <laughs> Always from behind. Uh, oh god. Yeah. What it. is that character doing in this film? I don't know. Actually, they Joe, treat him like he's a character we should have known or, or cared about or cared about from the first movie. Exactly. And they do that with a couple of characters too. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, Brent Spiner when he wakes up, he's got a BFF. He's and got yeah, this buddy. And they, keep, they keep making reference. Like he's like, "You've gotten fatter." Is that him playing both roles? Oh god, no, 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 no. No, that's okay. a different actor. That guy kind of looked like him. Uh, yeah. How is he? I thought he died. I thought like yeah. no, no joke about it. No questions. Apparently, he was he just in a died. Coma. Yeah, we never saw the body, Joe. So uh, anything can again, happen. more bad exposition where he's like, <laughs> "You've been in a coma for seven hundred and twenty-six days, yeah. or, or something like that." He talk, or he he counts out the days. Mm-hmm. He, who says that? Who's like? Who knows the exact coma. day? Meanwhile, for a dude that's been in a coma. No atrophy. Looks the same. No, yeah, exactly. No muscles of atrophy. There's yeah. nothing. I actually got uh, quite a bit of weight on him. <laughs> yes. 
Which is, you I know mean, what's Joel, funny about that's what happens when you just lay around. It's it's sad uh, watching like the later Star Trek movies where uh-huh. they bring him back and, and you know like robots heavier. aren't supposed to gain weight. Like <laughs> they're still trying to squeeze him it's, into the. It's part of my program <laughs> exactly to emulate humans. Oh, Brent Spiner. Mm. I will say he did have one of my favorite references in this movie. Oh yeah, where his buddy gets killed and he's like, "I've got to get you to sick bay." <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed like, that. He said that I, a couple of times. I I, I just talk LOL. of like raising of shields. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. All sorts of Star Trek talk. Uh, so the we don't even talk about what the basic story of this is. Well, we so know what the on basic the, on the tw- story but, is. But our listeners, for the for the sake of our listeners, the uh, so on the twentieth anniversary of the the Great War of ninety six, mm-hmm. is that, isn't that what they call <laughs> I think it? So yeah, uh, the the aliens have returned with a harvester queen. Who? Okay, wait. So they haven't returned yet. There's fucking. There's a defense site that's set up on the moon. On the moon. This ship shows up. Mm-hmm. And they just decide to fucking shoot it. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Well, we're a little gun shy from 20 years ago. That's true. It would be, too. We've got this even whole space got, defense system. Even though you've got the guy, one of the main heroes of the War of 96 is telling you, uh, uh, um, uh, it's not the same <laughs> ship. Regina. Uh, Re- Regina, don't fire. <laughs> and, like, they, you got Cell Award that's like, well, what should I do, guys? Mm-hmm. And, like, two of them are like, right. shoot. And everybody else is like, let's hold on. Mm-hmm. And she's like, fire. Of course, it's the military guys, too. <laughs> yes. So she fires on this thing. Mm-hmm. About 20 minutes later, the fucking harvester alien shows up and uh, starts to lay fucking waste. Yeah. Lays fucking waste. I like how they've upped the ante from the first one, um, you know, where it's not enough to just, like, take a giant blue laser and blow apart all of the, the major cities. Yeah. But now, like, they literally, like, pick up one city <laughs> and drop it on another. On another. Like, they go to China. I think that's supposed to be, like, <laughs> yes, I think you're right. They Hong try. Kong or something. They pick up Beijing. Japan. Is it I think, Japan? I think it's Japan. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, that and could they, be. And then they drop it on... Geographically, I'm not sure that makes any more sense either yeah, than they drop know. it on London. I don't... Like, they've got to cross an entire continent. That's that's so fucking... Why wouldn't you just drop it on, like, I did, I did Pakistan like when, or something I did like nearby. when Jeff Goldblum says they always go nearby? for the landmarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try to explain it away. You know, though, Joe, something... <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to keep defending the first movie. By pointing out the things that are wrong in this movie. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's going to, you know, if that dog's going to hunt. No, no, but, but I'm just, I'm just going to say the reason. <laughs> like, look, this movie doesn't get shown every 4th of July on TBS just because it's named Independence Day. There have to be people, it has to make money, right? Advertisers right. have to pay to have their commercial show. Right. Uh, so there's something that resonated with that first film, uh-huh. whether you liked it or not. It's, it's It was bringing people together. Exactly. It's, it's that message that's in the movie of like, hey, and that's kind of what, what even just decent sci-fi does. Mm-hmm. It unifies people. It yeah. unites us. It makes us see common ground between people. And that's one of the things that I do like about the first Independence Day is that, you know what? We are not divided. We are one people. Yeah. Like that, that scene at the end when, like, this, we're, on the earth. we're going to different continents and uh, yeah. you know, the, the, the Americans, they are planning a counterattack. Those yeah. are my French. I like that. And they're smoking. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's all the cliches. And that's probably the problem. coffee, wearing a beret. Emmerich and Devlin, like, cast and directed these guys yeah. like it was fucking WWE. <laughs> <laughs> like all just the worst racial stereotypes. <laughs> I hear the Americans. <laughs> they are mounting an offensive. And they're like smoking yes. and eating baguettes. What and do shit. they want to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, but but even the destruction in the first film, like you're, you're kind of like, like I remember seeing in the theaters, not really kind of knowing what I was in for. I wasn't really, I, I kind of got dragged to it. I, I wouldn't have chosen to see it. I probably would have seen another Disney movie. Yeah. Because that's where I was at that point in my life. But uh, I didn't like seeing all the cities get blown up. <laughs> no. I don't like seeing Donnie. 
<laughs> go with the end. <laughs> the Big Lebowski. That's, yes. <laughs> Pretty good, wouldn't you say? <laughs> but then I happen to know there's a little Lebowski on the way. <laughs> what was your point? My point what's was. What's your point, Walter? The point, Donnie, Walter, what's your point? You're out of your element. Walter, what's your point? <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be a whole episode of Big Lebowski <laughs> sure, <what>? references. <laughs> No, was that you felt for the destruction? Like you was like, yes. holy shit! Look, they just fucking blew. And like you see in the body count, and the poor the chick who was on the Empire State Building about yeah. to party, and she yeah. now and next thing you know she's dead. Yeah. Um. And so it really kind of made you because feel for the survivors, what they went through, especially like everybody, every significant character who passed away in the first movie mm-hmm. had somebody that was connected to. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Gesundheit. Everybody was con- there. Had somebody that was connected to them, so we felt it somehow through mm-hmm. the characters. Mm-hmm. That is definitely not what's going on in this No, movie. and there doesn't seem to be, you know, as much as they talk about, oh, united humanity like never before, the War of 1996. And yet here they are, they're flying in this plane, they're dodging, you know, uh, uh, Japanese buildings, uh, skyscrapers as they're falling, like on a London Bridge. Oh and and uh, they're treating it like they're on a roller coaster. Uh, like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, like the, the movie is kind of playing it for laughs, yeah. and it's kind of lost that, what do we, because, loving feeling. because lost that loving we've feeling. had like disaster movie fatigue, I think, over the last 20 years. You know what? I don't even think it's disaster movie fatigue. I think that we're still up for good disaster movies, mm-hmm. but you've got to do it in a fresh way. You cannot keep making a disaster movie that has a like a Universal Studios tour rail ride in the middle of it. Yeah. We're not interested in that. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the a lot of these filmmakers now feel like, oh, I've got to just up the dis- the destruction no. to raise the engagement. No, man. Raise the engagement mm-hmm. to raise the engagement. Let us care about your characters. Yeah, keep the humanity. You know, in it. keep the humanity, but also and we, we say you know, we've stopped saying this, but we have to come back to it with this movie. You have to establish a science and then stick to it. <laughs> and they don't fucking do that. Like, you've got ships in this movie that are, like, going from the moon to Earth in, like, five seconds. Mm-hmm. Like The fusion drive. Dave, David's like, I need, to, I need to check on that shipwreck on the moon. Fuck, really? Let's All just right. go well, to the moon. Here comes Chris Hemsworth. Yep. He's just shown up. And there's a little spider robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then they go right back up into space. And go through the fucking debris of the mothership, the alien mothership. It's still there. Are you telling me that you have these vehicles that are able to clear things out and like con- do construction in space, but in 20 years you still haven't cleared out the fucking debris from the mothership that's been <laughs> hanging out outside your planet? Yeah. That's it's just fucking... But they've sweet. got a space dis- defense system, apparently. That is uh, manned by... Is that Calculations? Oh, is, is that, that the same guy? Is that the same no, actor? No, no, it's... Um, I'm very good at calculations. I know what he's from, but that's not the same guy. Yeah. Very good at calculations. I've seen him in something else. Damn it, that's going to kill me now. Calculations. What's that guy from? IMDB to the rest He's from Independence Day 5, or ID 5. <laughs> ID 5. <laughs> or Independence Day Resurgence. You know, Joe, uh, I'm not sure if you noticed, but uh, they were planning a third movie dude, after this one. Dude, dude, uh, the fucking ending to this film, where the, the they've, there's... okay. So if you've ever seen Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, mm. uh, Alan Rickman did the voice for this uh, robot character that's got like a big ball for a head. Apparently they recast that big ball of a head for <laughs> this other alien. That's it does look like movie. that, doesn't it? It looks just like it. That and a cross with, with uh, Eve from yeah. uh, Wally. From Wally. Mm-hmm. And so this thing is uh, apparently the, the sole survivor of another alien civilization that got destroyed by the aliens from Independence Day. Um, and there's a secret planet 
<laughs> it has established a secret planet yeah. where it's going to educate people on how to resist these all, aliens. All the refugees from the other planets that have been harvested. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I did appreciate that so, little bit of world building or what they were I, attempting I to do. I appreciated that, but I didn't appreciate the ending where <laughs> no. it's like, we're talking interstellar travel. Yeah. We're going to kick some alien ass. That's Brent Spiner. Uh, and, and like that's where they end it. That's the final line of the movie <laughs> is that like the aliens have retreated. They left... And we're now going to ch- take the fight to them. Who's interested in seeing that? No, no. I'm not interested in. seeing I wasn't interested in seeing this, Joe. No. Like I didn't want to see this story. This, but the thing is, you saw this story. You saw this story in 1996. This movie is almost beat for beat, and and yeah. it's funny because it works for the Force Awakens. Did not work for this movie. No, where the story is almost beat for beat the same you exact thing that we watched. You know what the first one did that this one didn't? I love how it told it in three days. Like it was like July 2nd was when they came and then yeah. it's dry third they conquered it took July its 4th. time to deliberately tell the story mm-hmm. that's true yeah that's four true. days and this one's like i don't know how long this takes place is it also in the span of three it, days but we we wouldn't know because, because we already don't... start on independence day yeah. don't we yeah I think are they so. celebrating the war of 1996 is independence day or is it actually july 2nd no no think? it's independence day because they keep talking about like today's july 4th yeah. let's give them some fireworks <laughs> they even have a really sad like bill paxton damn it I knew I was going to do it. Bill Pullman. I did it too. Oh, shit. Um, they like, tried like, it. They tried they to do tried the speech. They tried to recreate the speech. <laughs> it's kind and of it's sad. so bad. It's so sad. The, the music is starting to swell. But instead of like the you know 30 or 40 people that were standing around before, there's like a handful. It's like, <laughs> it's like an old guy like, in an empty <laughs> warehouse like, talking to three people. Like there's some dude with a mop. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a, but most a people are of kind like, of like half listening. A couple of the, the flight crew. <laughs> just kind of like, and like yeah. they forced Jeff Goldblum to sit through this scene. Yeah, he's standing there like, he's come like, on, Grandpa. All right. I'm, I'm inspired. I'm inspired. They reduced the fucking Jeff Goldblum character. It was so dramatically sad to see in him one. in this. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of a genius in the first one, and yeah. now like, he, well, he was an active fucking force for the the good guys in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, all he did was kind of come up with the idea of baiting, and he didn't even really come up with the idea. <laughs> yeah. He just like was like, "Hey, Data's got a good idea. Let's bait this this thing or whatever." And then just kind of hung out yeah. with, with the radar. He didn't really do anything in this no, film. No, he was just there when things were happening. Like what a when, waste. <laughs> I would have rather even not had him in this movie. He, he should not have been in this movie. No. He should probably be embarrassed to have It should have just been Judd up. Hirsch. This should have been a straight-to-video release. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Why the fuck is Judd Hirsch in this I film, don't, dude? Dude, I don't know. What happened to the woman that David was like seeing in the first movie? No, that he hooks up with. Yeah. She, she works in the White House. Yeah. His ex-wife. Yeah, his ex-wife. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. She's out of the picture. She's totally and and Judd, she, and Judd Hirsch is like, my David didn't say there was a beautiful woman in his life. <laughs> I'm like, Wait, but he had one. Like, where is she? Yeah, that's why a good didn't point. we explain her away? I wonder if she was in, not invited back or decided not to come back, or she passed away. Oh God! Do you think she's dead? I don't know. Who was I looking up before that I never got Robert Loggia? You looked up. No, Robert I looked Loja. up Robert Loggia. I want to know this woman. Man, I I don't know. This is. This has been an incredible journey, <laughs> just because, like, I thought, look how young he looked there. Holy shit. Who, Judd Hirsch? No, Robert Loja. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Ra- oh, Jeff Randy Goldblum. Quaid, remember him? Oh, oh yeah, that's the other thing. They totally recreate that scene, too. <laughs> yes, they this do. This time, it's Bill Paxton. It's Bill Paxton. <laughs> Did that on purpose. And he's like, remember me? Mm-hmm. Uh, James Rebhorn, rest in peace. 
Oh, I don't even know who that is. What is he dead too? Keep on, yeah, he's he's passed away. <gasps> no, yep. 2014. Oh, I love that guy yeah, from that the guy game. Was great. Harvey and, Firestein, he's and, dead, right? No. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn. Brent Spiner. Oh, Lisa Jacob. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going back to Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going back to Jacob. <laughs> is that her? That's the. That's the. Remember, she's the, no. That's not her. Ru- she was one of the the kids. Oh, she was you know what? Quaid's she was. Kid. She was also in a short film called Shakespeare in Love. Uh, or not Shakespeare in Love. Uh, George <laughs> Lucas in Love. That's based on. Oh, she is the one she's in the that. One, yeah, she's the, the Princess Leia. Leia. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Mae Whitman. Mm, oh, that's right. She was the president's daughter. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they bring her back? <laughs> I know. Why wouldn't Ma- I have a feeling May Whitman doesn't have enough going on right now? <laughs> I know. Who who do we get? Who could look like that little girl who played? Why not get her? She but, was but like Scott twenty Pilgrim. years older. You know, she, she has to be like twenty she's years old. She's gonna older. be great. She's wonderful. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right, this woman doesn't have a profile pic. Are you kidding? I don't. Well, I haven't found her be, yet. She has to be one of the. Look, first. we're all the way down to fucking Carlos Lacamara. <laughs> she has to be one of the first that it's that's cast. Well, they don't they don't have a picture of her then. I don't know. Are you kidding me? Cut this part out, Jeff. No, we're not going to cut this out. Who's that? Is it her? Kristen Warren. No, she's the one who dies on top of the building. Is that? Goes to the party. Yes. Wow, she had Harry Connick. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's right. He's like, you got to get eye to eye with the booty. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) See, that's the other thing. They were kind of lovable. Like they really kind of. Took the time to kind of build these lovable well, characters. Was like, I'm just anxious to get up there, kick E.T.'s ass. That's right. There were some <laughs> fun lines. There was none of the... Like, as much as we like Chris... No. Liam. Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. We love Chris Hemsworth. What did you think of him in this film? I thought he was... He, I thought he was working with I, what they look, gave him. Here's the thing. I didn't think he was bad. He just kind of came across as... Who's Margaret Collin? Who is that? She's the... No, that's... That ain't her. Yeah, that's her. Is that her? That's her. Oh, that's her. Hey, yeah. he's still alive. She's still alive. All right. Why didn't they bring her back? Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm not being dead. Oh, shit, man. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, Independence Day. And so they <laughs> they end up finding a way to fucking beat the uh, the Harvester Queen, but you you learn that there's a million of them still out there. I know. The thing that I don't like, Joel, I don't like this cop-out. Like, okay, there's a it lot a of cop things out. about this movie to fucking not like, but I don't like this fucking cop-out that... This whole alien force comes down. You got alien ships drilling in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then the whole, like, well, if we beat the queen, they'll all go away. Yeah, I know, right? I, I have don't, to go after one target. I don't like that. And how do they know that? I mean, I because guess... the, the alien ball told them this. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but still, how the fuck is that? How does that work? Because then you wouldn't. You wouldn't have the independent like alien beings that are like trying to hunt them down in the mothership. Yeah, early. What happens in the movie. to them? What happens to them? Do they just fall down? No, and, and obviously they don't because the ship They're gets still up around. and flies. That huge ship, yeah. gets up and flies away. I wanted to Where's see that going? ship get taken out. Yeah, like, as it's trying to escape, they take the ship out. Although it's like a third the size of Earth, though. So I guess Earth, Earth. So they can't really. So they can't. Uh, yeah. Although, but then that's that's writing themselves. It's painting themselves in a corner. Well, Joe, they've done even worse than that. Like we we, we learn now that in the, in the invasion of '96, they started this one other ship on the other side of the Earth. Yeah. Started drilling it's into in the Africa into the planet core. Do it. The planet core. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. And uh, there were there liquid hot magma. They didn't even want the planet. They just want the to pull the energy, I guess, out of the molten core, and then they move on to another planet, right? Because that was always one of my critiques of the first ones, like. Aren't you guys going to take this planet over? Why are you fucking destroying everything? Like, we have just tons of in- infrastructure. Like, can't you just gas the entire planet? Isn't right. there a more efficient way to do it? Um, anyway. 
That's true. Hey, I'm glad you've thought about this. <laughs> so we find out they didn't even really want to kill everybody and take over the cities and destroy everything. They just wanted the planet core. Yeah. Couldn't they have done this a little more covertly? I mean, <laughs> just bring, you ever have, they one, have, superior do you have technology. one of those Apple core things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have just, just brought a big giant, giant one. one of those. <laughs> like apparently it can get to the planet's core in like six hours, right? So yeah. all you got to do, you, forget this invasion, forget just, flying all just these ships. Fucking just stealth, get the little sucker ship. Stealth-wise. Go in the in middle here. of the night. Yeah. And before... Anybody knows what's going on? Like, we can't mount a defense. Right. You've already gotten to the planet core. You've drilled down Just there. Just move on. Yeah. Why do you need this ground uh, swell? Because then we wouldn't have had a two-hour movie. Anyway, so that was frustrating. <laughs> it's super frustrating. This whole movie is super frustrating because mm-hmm. you, you're trying... They try so hard, and you said the, you said the term world building. Mm-hmm. They try so hard to it's build the world. I said the term... <laughs> I think you said the word, but that's I said right. the word first, and then I said the term. We'll go back to tape. Listeners, hit hey, uh, 15 let's seconds. Hit the let's go back to the tape. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. You're right. How's it feel? No, you should. Don't fucking make me feel guilty, you fucker. You're right. I shouldn't have called you. No, 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 no. You're, you're absolutely right, though. They spend so much time with this world building, but it doesn't go anywhere. Like, we don't care. Yeah. We don't care about this world. We know the world. We live in this world. <laughs> like, we were a part of it 20 years ago. Yeah. And the thing is, it's not even skillful the way they retell what happened originally in their shitty credit sequence. That, like, if I understand, it's a 20-year-old movie, and you there are a lot of people that fucking weren't around when that movie came out. Yeah. So maybe we have to kind of get them up to speed. They have TNT, though, don't but they? You get, I know, right? <laughs> but you got... I mean, there are other skillful ways to get people up to speed. The fact that they... And, and I, I'm going to keep coming back to this... The fact that they keep reducing the characters that made a difference in the first movie <laughs> is not the way that you build a world and that you build legacies. And the fact that you're passing the torch on to this younger yeah. cast. Needlessly killing off uh, Vivica A. Fox right. when she was on the verge of being saved. Why couldn't they just have rescued her? Just and to then give we him motivation? Never come, we never come back. He already had because a parent then be killed. he and Chris Hemsworth, but, but he didn't get killed by the aliens. He got killed well. in a training exercise. <laughs> Could have been with an alien. They could have worked that into the story. Maybe that would have given them something to do. They should have worked that into the story where they find out. They go to Area 51 and Mm -hmm. they find out like, oh shit, it wasn't a training exercise. That's just what we were told. Joe, did you care about any of the new characters? Or that he fucking went, he went to like Saturn. He was part of like the Saturn Oh yeah. How, I mean... I'm sure you could have gotten a Will Smith sound like that's like everything's fine here on Saturn. Or dude, <laughs> you know, a smart producer would have done. Yeah, is, is not make this movie. No, is left it open for the Will Smith character to come back in the third to come movie. Come back in the third if movie. they really intended to. Your little story there about Mar- what if he goes off to Saturn and he's lost in space and, and he's then he one of the comes the back in the third one. So that way, when this film's a success, you can go, hey, Will Smith. We yeah. left your role in the third one. Why don't you right. come on back? Reprise your role. He's like, I've been here the whole time training. What the what the Highlander? <laughs> Is there a film where uh, the main actor left in the second movie and then came back in the third? Yeah, Vin Diesel. There you go, Triple X. Y- y- no, no. Well, yeah, with tri- oh, what are you right. talking about? I'm talking about Fast and the Furious. Oh man, he Vin Diesel a... was not. Ba- he didn't wow. come back for the second. Why are Fast people and still giving him movies when he just like leaves <laughs> just and then decides to come back? But, he, he wants but he's to. stuck around with Pitch Black, man. <laughs> we, <laughs> Saw we, to the end. With we chronic... keep getting fucking Riddick movies. Oh yeah, yeah. I like the first one. Do you? The first no, the first one's fantastic. Yeah. The second one suddenly he's in a Conan movie. Yeah. That second movie weird. is really fucking bad. That's weird, dude. That first movie had so much good stuff. Like they built up so much good tension. Mm. Like there's one part like how the planet. The, the 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 ecology or not the ecology the um yeah the ecology yeah. Mm-hmm. of the of that planet is like it changes from place to yeah. place. I love the part where like if the sun 
Like the the sun comes up. If you get caught in the fucking sunlight, you're fucking instant you're dust. Fucked, yeah. That was such a cool fucking part. Mm-hmm. And then they followed it up with seriously. He's like on an an alien world, yeah. and it turns into like Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> and he becomes the king at the end. The chronic what calls of red. Didn't they make a third one? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh I, yeah. I don't fucking I don't remember what it was called. Uh, it was it was a made for sci fi TV. <laughs> Was it like I don't know if it was? I know it was Chronicles of. I think Riddick, it was just called was like it, Riddick or something. Was it? Let's find out. Riddick, twenty thirteen. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so high five, Joel. I, I just, I just like how, <laughs> I just like all the fucking names of the movies. Like it's like Pitch Black, The Chronicles of Riddick, Riddick. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like, like Rambo. Uh, it's like First Blood, Rambo First Blood Part Two, mm-hmm. Rambo Three. It's like uh, Airplane and uh, Starship. Yeah. Or no, Jefferson. Jefferson, Jefferson airplane. airplane, and then airplane. And then air, no, I don't think and it was ever. Starship. I think it was Jefferson airplane, then Jefferson starship. That's what it was. Starship. Then starship. You got it right. Yep. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. You know, you could play the song if you play if you play Independence Day Resurgence in reverse. You could totally play this song because it's like the city's being built oh. instead of being destroyed. Dude, such a high body count in this fucking movie. Yeah, and well, it's a little disturbing it's a, up the to watch. Like as all these, it's not like, fun. As all these Asian people are like running and ah, and they're getting know. sucked up into yeah. the sky, and then ah, what 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 goes up must come down. Yeah, this Whoa. is what I'm saying. Like they're treating with they're being punny. Yeah. About the deaths, you're getting, you're getting dad jokes as like <laughs> exactly. as like a, a, a bunch of people like mass genocide. Tone deaf. At least you felt something in that first movie. Yeah. No, I'll give you that. You're you're right about that. So so none of the new cast. None of them for you. Not no. even uh, Liam Hemsworth. Not even uh, no Mike Le- and Monroe. Liam Hemsworth was like watching a jar of mayonnaise. Like, on oh. sta- like there was nothing offensive about him. <laughs> yeah. But there was really nothing that stood out, and that's kind of his thing. Like that's how I feel about Chris Hemsworth yeah. or Liam Hemsworth, Liam Hemsworth is that he's kind of like. Like in the movie Twins, how they found out that Arnold Schwarzenegger was the product of all the good things they were trying to put in. <laughs> and the waste and like, was Danny DeVito. And Danny DeVito was the genetic waste. It's kind of what Chris Hemsworth <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It's kind of the genetic waste while Chris Hemsworth oh, is just fantastic. Sad. Yeah, it's, it is sad. Just lost a listener. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, Liam. I keep wanting to call him Ian. <laughs> Liam Hemsworth is like, fuck this podcast. I'm not listening to it ever again. Uh, I liked you, Liam. I bet you did a serviceable job in yeah. ID5. <laughs> it, it five. But yeah, everybody else is kind of forgettable. And this was supposed to be like the like this was supposed to be the Force Awakens of Independence Day. Yeah. Like they were handing off the baton they for definitely, this third movie. They definitely tried. I mean, the story, like I was saying, the story beat for beat is the same as the first one. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that makes it, you know, epically uninteresting. Is because we've already seen it. We've yeah. seen this. Like they, it's like the paint by numbers. It's the greatest hits of Independence Day. Hey, what did we do in the first movie? Uh-huh. We had a bit where a fucking alien grabbed a human and started talking through them. We got to do that again within mm-hmm. the first ten minutes. Yeah. We've got to do that again. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, the president had a, a discussion, and at one point, someone said like, "There will be no peace." Oh yeah. Uh, we've got to have Sell Awards say that there mm-hmm. will be no peace. Uh, and then, and then out of fucking nowhere in this movie, they destroy the fucking alien. They, you know, we earn the victory with blowing uh, up the ship like we, we did in the first one. And then suddenly, fucking King Kong alien comes out. <laughs> they literally. So the whole philosophy of this film was we'll just do everything bigger right. than we did the last time. Yeah. And the epitome of it is that giant it's alien at the giant end, the big fucking queen alien. And they set it up earlier. They see the heat signature in the ship. Like, oh, it's a lot. How many jokes do they make, Joe? About oh, it's a lot bigger than the last one. Like Judd Hirsch says it, Jeff Goldblum says it. That's what I was telling you about how 
they're subliminally trying to tell you stuff about this movie, yeah. and it's not very skillful. <laughs> they're not saying that just about the fucking alien. These are the fucking writers and and directors telling the audience this is bigger than the first movie. And you know that's good, the clip they're going to use in the trailer, yeah. right? Yeah, this is bigger no, than did. the first one. They actually did, David. I think it's bigger than the first one. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, but it's... but yeah, so dumb. Like right, like that's that's you want to talk about a cop out? Like right. literally just making a bigger alien. Like how is that physiologically just possible a, a to big this race? fucking alien? Like the fucking final ten minutes of this movie is it's a, it's a football game. It's a football it game. Kind of is. The alien grabs the Runs. ball and tries to run for the end zone. That's the <laughs> oh fact. my god! Like, you're so right. Where is the alien harvester going to go? Where is she going to go? Your ship is yeah. destroyed. Where are you going? You've grabbed the big ball. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just crush it in your fucking hand? Yeah. Nope. Instead, you take it and start running away with it. <laughs> Where the fuck are you going? And Joe, I was confused. So you know, Jeff Goldblum makes a big deal about oh, the queen. She has her own force field, right? And you see it that the ships are trying yeah. to fire upon How her. How did it get destroyed? And then I guess if you just shoot it enough. Like it's like it's it's got a health meter, like yes. in a video game, and uh, you just get it down far enough, and then the shields are lifted. And you then know, you can kill it. What I thought would have been a really creative way for them to kill the alien queen is to trip is it like an Adat Walker for the for the Patricia character to have sex with it. Oh, <laughs> that would have been because, unique because she was from the movie It Follows. Oh my! Oh, I see where you're going. <laughs> so like just that the walking It Follows thing. Is, oh. I would love I to give, see that. I where, give it to you now. Where the alien is like. He <laughs> keeps looking over his shoulder. <laughs> She's humping its leg. Like That's great. Well, just and then just like notices something that keeps following it. Yeah, like, yeah. It follows so, you now. Some naked person on the roof of a house. <laughs> like I like that movie a lot. Dude. It's such a good movie. It's really dude. creepy. It's such a good. It's got flick. some moments that stay with me. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's it's. It's still, and you know what? It still stands. I, I watched that movie uh, about a week or two ago. Uh, I've watched everything about a week or two ago, uh, but no, I did. I did. I did watch it about a week or two back, and I was afraid that the the initial honeymoon period would have worn off. On mm. it. Like, oh, okay. I I was still fucking compelled by oh, that good. movie. Good to hear. There's still so like it still grips me. I'm like, oh my god, this is so fucking creepy. Yeah. And who I, who who directed that film? Uh, that's a good I can't question. Rem- I don't, I don't remember know. who the directors are, but man, they fucking really they weird. keyed right into stuff that's like primal fear shit yes. for me. Like oh my that god. big tall guy who just that comes nobody can see fucking, lumbering into he the just bedroom, walks into the bedroom, Dude. and I'm like, ah, ah. fucking stop! Like I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like, it's oh my scary. god, yeah, yeah, no, that's that is tall, fucking right. fear inducing. Tall people are scary. Tall people, fact, <laughs> very just to us short people. Tall people are so scary. <laughs> short, <Sure>, whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, so Independence Day resurgence. Mm. Ultimately, like there is no way in the world. I, I'm already hesitant to recommend the first one to people. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> there is no fucking way in hell no. that I can recommend this movie. This is this is so bad. Like I now understand why I fell asleep like five six times while trying to watch this movie. This movie's a bore. It is it's, boring. It's boring. There's like at least you need to hit some action beats in a movie like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they try to hit them, but it's the dumbest stuff. Like a fucking satellite dish that's starting to fall and they gotta use a robot to Oh yeah. To fight the gravity on the moon. Mm-hmm. Like why is why is this so hard for them to pull? <laughs> they have to like <laughs> engage the, like the epic thrusters. And I'm like, guys, there's no gravity. Yeah, why is this fairly, Well why? there's there's low gravity, to be the, fair. Okay. But not like they are treating this like that's Earth gravity with that fucking satellite yeah. dish. Hey, maybe next time we don't put the home home base. 
<laughs> within falling distance of the big dish. Hey, uh, maybe next time we don't date the girl with, uh, what is it? <laughs> 12, 11, 11 crazy, ex- crazy ex-boyfriends. ex-boyfriends. It was seven. Oh, that's not so bad. That's not so bad. <laughs> oh, I know. It's so, <laughs> so pathetic. pathetic. <laughs> She's so great. God damn. Anna Kendrick, Scott Pilgrim. Everybody, that whole cast. Baby man. Driver. That whole cast. Mm-hmm. Baby Driver. Every time I say that, I always think it's like, Boss baby, like I just think of boss baby behind the fucking wheel of a car. Somebody on my uh, Twitter feed the other day uh, posted a, 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 a it was a the high school yearbook photo of Adam Driver. It was oh a baby, baby driver, a baby driver. That's awesome. That's so good. Hashtag baby driver. Uh, do you have any other notes on this movie? Oh yeah, uh, just a couple of things, a couple little details I noticed <laughs> because we notice um, we see the the White House at the beginning of the film, yeah, Joe. which obviously had to be rebuilt. Did we blow that up the first time? Sure did. There's also mention of the city of Houston. Like, you know, damaging. That's good. Yeah. He's like, that, that, kill that anybody in Houston. Kill everyone between here and Houston. Didn't we blow up Houston 20 years yeah, ago, Yeah, but I'm too? sure in 20 years ago. 20 years, Joe? I'm sure in 20 years. We can't years. get the fucking 635-75 exchange. <laughs> you don't think they had a new exit resettled to it. Houston? No. Uh, no. Why, why would, Joe, <laughs> why, would you, why would you go back <laughs> after it's been blown Fun up? Fun in Houston? <laughs> You cocky cock. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim reference number, number five. 900. Yeah, Jesus. Exactly. Uh, Let's wrap this up, Joe. Okay, no, I, I got you. I got no more notes. You have no more. So what did Independence Day Resurgence do right? Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> I'm having to do this off the cuff. I want to say the special effects, but no. No, the special effects were really bad. Like, they did a lot of, like, the Lucas, like, everything was done on a green green screen set. Mm-hmm. Like, you tell. And the lighting was really bad. Yeah. Like, no one was paying attention to that shit, and like, I'm, where the light sources were coming she's from. She's not a fan of the design of the aliens, either. No. Or the ships, uh, kind, of, kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, so I won't say that. <clears throat> uh, what will I say? What did it do right? <laughs> I'm having trouble, bud. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's the best thing about this film. Okay. That is true. <laughs> there you go. But I don't think that's really going out on a limb or... I, I don't... I, I feel like that's... I punted. Yeah, but it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> We've done worse. I'm going to say that I thought that the dog fights and stuff, the battles, mm. some of the battles were pretty fun to watch. Uh, like it, I got that sense of motion and speed, and like yeah, you know, I I dug that. I thought whoever did that, I I was able to follow who was where, which I think is a good accomplishment in a movie like this. That's you when you've got twenty people up there right. in the sky fighting. That's pretty good. Um, that's about it. I think that <laughs> no. the dog fights were pretty good. Uh, you know, I liked the Charlie character. Which one was that? The Charlie character was uh, Liam Hemsworth's buddy. Oh, the kind of nerdy guy who likes the, the Chinese trick? The nerdy comic relief mm-hmm. who survived. He's not bad. Yeah. He survived. That's a good point. Which well, is yes, like unexpected. Because they were going to bring him back for the third movie. For the third movie. <laughs> That's what he was doing. He was setting, he, He's the Poe Dameron of... Oh, well, is he? Actually, no, he's the... Uh, I thought Liam Hemsworth would have been Finn. the Poe Dameron. Yeah, the Finn. That Wait, no. Dylan wouldn't have been the Finn? No. <laughs> Why? Just because he's, I don't see color, Joe. So, uh, oh, you don't? Just see by character. <laughs> I'm character blind. <laughs> so is this movie. Oh, oh So what did... This might be an easy Yeah, what question. do you want to choose? What did Independence Day Resurgence do wrong? The, the lack of um, empathy for the world that it was in. Like, yeah. uh, the first one, like, you, you felt like this is a real tragedy on, on monumental scales that, the, that human race has never seen before. Like there was a a little bit of realism to go on, with, yeah, yeah, uh, in some ways, uh huh. Um, and this one was just like, oh shit's blowing up again. <laughs> dad joke, dad joke. 
<laughs> an action scene. And like, like Mike Monroe and Liam Hemsworth are talking about, like, as he's about to fly away on this suicide mission. They're like, uh, like, I saw that house. I chose, I, I like the one with the brick. I like the one on Harrison. Yeah, with the brick uh, like, sidewalk. It's still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. He's, he's, he says, if it's still there. She's oh, I like, thought, oh, she's I like, thought let's he live said, there. He says, if it's still I, there. I thought he said, it's still there. I was like, how the fuck do you know? <laughs> he, he says, if it's, if it's still there. But then they, they kind of laugh at it. I'm like, no, that's that's a legitimate concern. The city people that you're are planning dead, on. <laughs> like, and you're just like, if it's still there, <laughs> So that's what I thought. It was a little tone deaf. Um, I I uh, I think that's a great point. Uh, I've said this a couple times now. I think what this movie did wrong was it had no respect for no respect. the heroic characters that were in the first film. Yeah, it treated yeah. all of our heroes. All the people that we were made to like look up to in the first film and cheer for. Yeah, what was it all and for? It castrated them, mm-hmm. and and it ma- it almost made like it made it like the first mil- film didn't matter. Yeah, like at one point, uh, oh, you know what? I'm who I'm, I'm going to give credit to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh my god, I can't remember his name now. Judd Hirsch. Fuck no, not Judd Hirsch. I'll look it up. Um, the 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 we we like him. He was in Armageddon. He played the general that ends up becoming the president. Robert Lozier. No, no. Oh, no. William Fickner. William Fickner. Yeah. I like William Fickner. Uh-huh. I like him in a lot of stuff that he does. But at one point, he gets on the mic and he's like, this is humanity's last stand. I'm like, motherfucker, humanity's last stand was 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was the same thing that we were told then. This is humanity's last stand. What might happen next will either define us or end us. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that feels like it's shitting on the first movie. Yeah. And again, not that I have a deep love for the first film, but I feel like... You're going to take more people out than you're going to bring in right. by shitting on that first movie. And like, it's, what's it going to feel like now to go back and watch the first one and see Vivica A. Fox and Will Smith be like, you're yeah. both going to be and dead be like, in 20 years. You guys are going to be dead in 20 years. Hey, hey, good news. You're going to get your nursing degree and have a nice cozy job. <laughs> you don't have to be a stripper anymore. Bad news. Uh, stay away from roofs. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be Why anymore. the fuck couldn't her son like come swing down and like you know hang out next to the helicopter? Joe, Joe of all of the fantastical things and the last minute saves in this film, like why would you just fucking? You know what it felt like? It felt like uh, there was a, there was a Twitter poll or something where, like <laughs> should, what they did with Sharknado. Should, should she live or should yeah. she die? And it's like so they set it up so it could happen either way, but uh, she didn't get enough votes. You know what? It got felt, voted off the what, it, what it felt like for me was that scene in Hot Rod when uh, Isla Fisher. Yeah, Isla. Or yeah, I think we went with Isla. God damn it! I don't. I can never remember. Isla Nublar, Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. When Isla Fisher starts running away mm-hmm. from uh, uh, Will Arnett, and he's like, "No, babe, babe, babe no, babe, no, babe," and he's just standing there, babe, babe, no, wait, babe, wait, no, babe. That's what this felt like when his mom. He's like, "No, mom, mom, mom." <laughs> <laughs> like motherfucker, like you've been sitting here watching her for five minutes. Uh-huh. Like this is your plane that flew from the moon to the earth. <laughs> you got here in like you got here in no time. She can't hear Just you. Fly down there. Mm-hmm. Fly down. Go next and go. Ma, get in. Yeah. Like why the fuck could you not have done in that? In this movie, how does that not happen? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That that's it. Pisses me off so much. Not that I care about her character, but it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, all right. So if we were going to remake this movie. A year after it was already released, uh, how would we do that? Joe, I think you have far more people recast than I do. Yes. So maybe uh, you start at your bottom and I'll chime in when I've got a match. I start at my bottom. Circle gets a square. Uh, all right. So I started with the character of Floyd. 
Which one was he? He was the one that was in the car oh, yes. with uh, with Jeff Goldblum, and then ends up like helping fight, you know, be part of the resistance. Got it. I like him. I guess John Oliver. Oh my God, he did look like John Oliver. Yeah, didn't he? he looked just the glasses, like, real nerdy he looked guy, just like John Oliver. That's fantastic. And I would love to see John Oliver. What the fuck? <laughs> All these aliens here. They're literally the worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> oh, that's great. I like that. I did not do that character. Oh, okay. Next, how about Charlie? Which one's Charlie? Charlie is the fucking comic relief. He's the buddy. That Didn't do him. I, I cast Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he kind of had that feel. Oh, I'm going to go, um, who's Ben Wyatt? Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Because that guy kind of had a chin like yeah, Adam he Scott. Yeah, he Like did. he's got the mumps. <laughs> it's like John Kerry. Oh, my God. When he, if John Kerry were 50 years younger, oh my God. he'd look like Adam Scott. Yes, he would. Now we know who to cast as, as when they do the John Kerry movie. Yeah, young Adam, Adam Scott. Scott. Uh, all right. Next, I have Doctor Brackish. Uh, who's that again? That's Data. Brent Spiner. The Brent Spiner character. Oh, I did him. Okay. I looked at you. <laughs> I looked at your list of characters, and it's just like the actors' names. You know, I don't remember Brent characters' Spiner's. names. I bet you none of the listeners remember those characters' names either. Dude, nobody should. No one will remember anyone from this fucking movie. <laughs> they seriously Sad. won't remember any. Like, the, I just hate the way that they wreck. Okay, enough of this. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> My Go Brent ahead. Spiner. Um, how about Nicolas Cage with that long wig? Why not? How man? about that? Why wouldn't it Looking be Nicolas Cage? He'd be fun with his ass hanging out. <laughs> with the, with the gown. It's an alien life form. Well, remember, like when he's getting the laser, like how excited he gets when he's got his laser and he wants to cut the thing open. Can't you picture Nicolas Cage writing that? Just back off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you. Could, I wish the listeners could have seen that. It's all in the body language. It is the body language. Who's your Who's your data? Well, because they Doctor Brackish was played by Data, who's you know an iconic. Uh, iconic presence on a classic sci-fi television show. Okay. I decided to do another iconic presence from a sci-fi television show. My Dr. Brackish would be played by David Tennant from Doctor oh, Who. Oh, the actual doctor. The doctor. One of the doctors, I That's should say. That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, all right, next I have Julius, uh, David David Levinson's father, the uh, Judd Hirsch character. Oh, yes, okay. Yeah. Didn't uh, do him. Uh, well, okay, he's... Played by Billy Crystal in my movie. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's she's just d- playing his uh, Princess Bride? Princess Bride. He would just be Miracle Max. Yes. And he would just be walking around <laughs> in his Miracle Max costume. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> have fun storming the alien ship, <laughs> liar, <laughs> liar. Uh, all right. So I have General Adams next, the William Fickner character. Oh yeah, I did him. Yeah, who becomes president? Uh huh. How about Woody Harrelson? Pretty good. Kind of military guy, but uh, old enough to take on some responsibility. That's not bad. Mm, thank you. Uh, I went with Colin Farrell. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. He's not born American. No, but he does an, an American accent sometimes. He does, yeah. In Minority seen, Report. He does in Minority Report in Phone Booth. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I like that film, yeah. actually. You know, my favorite Colin Farrell. Your, what's your favorite Colin Farrell? Uh, yeah, Minority Report. Minority Report? He's great in, in that. In Bruges. Never, still haven't seen that. You Damn gotta it. see that fucking movie. I need to see that, and I need to see the lobster. That'd be a good double feature. Yeah, the Colin Farrell double feature. Lobster Thermidor. <laughs> the lo- what's the wait? Skip okay, the so the the story about the lobster is it's like a society where people pick an animal. Like if they don't fall in love by a certain time, you become you become an animal. That animal. And his is like a lobster. His is the lobster. I gotcha. Think. Mm-hmm. And like Rachel Weisz is in there. Yes. Too. Yeah. Dude, she's in a movie called My Cousin Rachel. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel did, like they named it did for they her. they name it after her? What the hell is I this? I wrote this part for you. <laughs> All right, so I've got the uh, the Patricia character. Oh, I have her. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. Who, uh, mine would be played by Brie Larson. 
Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Looks similar. And uh, actually it would be fitting because I also chose a Scott Pilgrim actress. Yeah. How about fucking Mae Whitman? How, How about, about the <laughs> little girl who played the fucking original role? Here's, hey, guess what? She's this here's right a novel age approach. now. Yeah. Joel, they didn't want anybody back from the first movie. <laughs> Not anybody that we wanted to see back anyway. <laughs> no, let's let's keep good actors out of this. Uh, Just sad because I liked Michael Monroe in that movie, but I didn't think she was very special in this. I, no, she wasn't. She, she wasn't very special. She, in this she thing. seemed like a Michael Bay heroine. Yeah, Just like a pretty face. But, but you know, Michael Bay would have cast like someone with huge tits. Of course, yeah. And, and she would have been wearing like a belly shirt. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. As 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 an aide to the president. Dude, exactly. <laughs> well, like, this is post Monica Lewinsky. Thank thank God the White House now has Bikini Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spill that Jello now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, sad. Have you uh, heard reviews of the the new Transformers film? By the no, way? I'm, I'm going to go see it. Joe, I'm going to go see that, dude. I've seen every one of them in the theater. All right, because they're all okay. Look, I'm going to tell you this. Oh, I didn't mean for this to be a Tra- stop down. Transformers. Moment. Well, it's going to be now. <laughs> Sometimes you fucking reap what you Sometimes sow. Sometimes there's a man. Sometimes there's a robot. I lost my th- robot. <laughs> robot. <laughs> I was a train, <laughs> but I'm really a robot. Who mm. likes to dress up like a tranny? <laughs> I'm a tranny. <laughs> Sneak peek at the Lone Ranger. <laughs> there we go. Third act. Uh, people are going to be surprised. They're going to be like, we're expecting we saw this already. These things to happen. When's the transformer? Uh, when that scene gets cut. <laughs> I know, right? All no the people. More. Where's Optimus? Where's Optimus? Where's, where's that character? What was I going to say? You were going to say... Um... All right. No, I remember. You had asked about Transformers. Oh, yes. Had I gone along with this like after seeing Transformers 2, and I never went along and saw Transformers 3... Like, I like the last half of Transformers 3. Yeah, oh, I like yeah. that whole, like, Chicago's been war-torn. Dude, yeah. Like, that's what I got. That's what I'm in for. Like, Aliens versus Predator. I think it's the weakest when it's, I'm focusing on human characters. But when Aliens and Predators are fucking fighting each yeah, other... do it. That's what I fucking paid my 12 bucks to it's come see. That's what we wanted to see. And that's kind of like the last half of Transformers 3, where, like, you've got the Leonard Nimoy robot who's kind of taking things over and Megatron, and they're fighting, like, Autobots are fighting Decepticons. Yeah, man. And they go in, they're trying to, like, liberate the city. I love that. The hour leading up to that is fucking shit. (laughs) But I really love that second half. Uh, Now, meanwhile, the fourth movie's fucking horrible. Uh, They're they're not great. They're not good, even. Um, I'm still going to see it. Not because I think it's going to be good, but... I've already invested. Yeah, you're pot committed. I'm kind of invested. And there's a part of me that really does enjoy the train wreck mm. that these movies are. Like, the last one was so bad. Like, a <laughs> level of bad that should not exist. The fact that, like... And yet it does. There's there's a car chase scene, and it goes from day to night to day again. Yeah. And it's like, what? Who is not paying attention to this? <laughs> like, if you're going to do that, just do, like, the day for night and change the colors. Yeah. So it all takes place at the same fucking time. Yeah. And, and there are parts where, like, Optimus Prime's a truck, and then they turn a corner, and he's a robot climbing a building, and then they kind of come back, and he's a truck again. <laughs> and we've never seen, like, what, when did that happen? When did he transform? It is a fucking shit show in the editing room. Um, so, yeah, that's, for those reasons. <laughs> this is I'll, why you're seeing I'll it? I'll see the new Transformers. All right. Well, what, I hear it's what, the what worst of the five. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. That's saying a lot. Eh, well, you know. Dude, but Marky Mark. Well, I don't think he's the, returning for a six. The, the Texas scientist. <laughs> right. Marky Mark. Guys, I think I've had a Transformer. Guys, is, I think it's Optimus fucking Prime. <laughs> is that Optimus Prime? That's wicked awesome. That's wicked awesome. Hey, are you a Transformer? <laughs> that's fucking wild. Feel it. Feel it. <laughs> See my new badass truck? It's a Transformer. Okay, I'm done. Jeff Goldblum. 
We're still doing a recast. Wait, 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 wait. Is that... Okay. No, no, I haven't done Liam Hemsworth yet. I have. I still have President Whitmore. Oh, yeah. I have Dylan, David, and Jake. Let's do Dylan. All right. Dylan, Michael B. Jordan. Usher. <laughs> Michael B. Nobody. Michael, Michael B. Nothing. <laughs> you, you picked Usher? Yeah. Usher? <laughs> Is he too old for that now? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Black don't crack? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, who's next? But White does, and my Liam Hemsworth. Wait, what about President Whitmore? Did you cast him? Uh, you didn't cast. Oh yeah, Bill, no, yeah, he's up at the top. Though. Bill Paxton. Yeah, I did. You Bill put Paxton. him at the top. Well, he's the first one I thought of when I was thinking of. He's he's wow. first build. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah. Holy shit! All right. He's okay. First, so you want to go with you want to go first with, Bill? You want to go with Jake? Uh, the <laughs> Liam Hemsworth. Yes, thank you. You can't D- use character names. Dave Franco. Oh, dude, that's great! Yeah. I went with uh, the new Han Solo, Alfred. No, it's not Alfred E. Newman. Aaron Aaron Rake. Uh, <laughs> Alred, Alfred Alred Aaron Alred Aaron Rake. Is that what it is? Man, I don't know. Yeah, the new Han Solo. I remember you asked me like, "Hey, who's the new Han Solo?" And I'm like, "Harrison Harrison Ford." <laughs> is that because that's the only Han Solo for me, man. Han Solo. So uh, Alden Aaron Rick. Alden Sorry. Aaron Rick. Autocorrect. Fuck to me, dude. So Ron Howard's on that now. Yeah. Every I, I've seen a bunch of people on my Facebook. They're like, man, I'm so excited now to see Ron Howard direct a, a George Lucas thing. <laughs> I went Willow, guys. Oh God, that's Fuck, right. Fucking Willow. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> he that. He directed it. This will be different. He did. <laughs> I mean, the film is like two. You thirds. are great. <laughs> The film's two thirds of the way shot. Like, are they really going to shoot, reshoot that much of it for him to have a huge impact at this point? I don't know. Or are they just going to go? I don't know, man. Okay, wait. If it's two thirds of the way shot, are Phil Lord and what's his name still going to get credit? Yes. Yeah. That, that's the other thing too. Like, Ron Howard's name may not even be on the credits as director. Holy shit! But I, everybody fucking knows. Like, like a second. Stu- <laughs> second see, that's unit. the thing. These stupid fucking union rules. Yeah, that's weird, man. Yeah. All right. Um, Rest in peace. <laughs> so, uh, so what do we have now? We have Dylan. Oh no, we have David. Uh, David. Jeff David. Goldblum. My David. I went with uh, this is a Jetta pick, uh, and I think it's great. How about Ray Romano? <laughs> He's basically kind of Jeff Goldblum, the just aliens. with a cold. <laughs> hey, oh God. no, hey, guys! It's the fucking aliens. <laughs> we, neither one of us can do. No, Ray we can't. Yeah, we were really this bad. This will at Ray not Romano. be nominated for best impersonation. Uh, I went with John Cusack. Oh, dude, that's great. I think he's kind of the, the proper uh, age for something like that now. Yeah, you win. Uh, you win I, I don't win. know. It's not a competition. It's well, a it is in my mind. It's <laughs> my mind. My brain. My brain. Uh, all right, so that leaves us with President Whitmore. President Whitmore. Yeah. I went that's to... the only character name you put down. <laughs> you didn't put Bill Pillman. You put President Whitmore, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, Liam Hemsworth, you know, William. I don't appreciate this new setup where you can see my iPad and all of my choices. <laughs> <laughs> These notes are mine, sir. <laughs> well, peek at your phone. Peek a phone. <laughs> my president Whitmore is Bruce Willis. That's so good. How about that? I almost went with Bruce Put Willis as my beard. General Adams. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been good too. Uh, my president Whitmore, dude, Kurt Russell. Oh, of course, Kurt Russell. Of course, Kurt Russell. Like Bill Pullman was trying to do his best Kurt Russell through this entire movie. Yeah, he kind of is. And I'm isn't like, he? no, I'm not, I'm not buying it. It's just who he's becoming, though. After seeing. Spaceballs recently with mm-hmm. you guys, and then coming to this movie and seeing like seeing Bill Pullman at the beginning of his career, and now seeing him at the end of his career. <laughs> Is it the end? I, based on this film, <laughs> it really should be. It really should be. He could have some sort of resurgence in Spaceballs too. A the Independence Day money. resurgence. <laughs> 
Oh, no. I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> you totally did that. That was unintentional. Yeah. I felt like Kurt Russell would have... Uh, That's amazing. Would have been great. I feel like you won this uh, recast. Where he, he shows up in the ship and he runs into the alien queen and he's like, <laughs> skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Like, just, what are you going to do? Just stay in there and bleed? <laughs> <laughs> just throw a bunch of Kurt Russell quotes in there. That's great. Um, remember when we used to do Russell or Wayne? I do. That was fun. You about to pull one out now? <laughs> Zip. <laughs> Which one? Thwap, thwap. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I don't like your onomatopoeias <laughs> on your balls slapping fe- against your thighs. It feels like feels like Kurt Russell overboard. <laughs> is that what it is? All right, Big guys. Trouble, little China. If you have any thoughts about this movie, Jesus, we're at an hour and a half. If you have any thoughts about this movie uh, or what we've had to say about it, our recasting, let us know. Talk back to us on Facebook in the search function. Put in the editing bay. It's going to bring up a picture of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that. And that's where you could talk back to us. And if you have any ideas for movies that you'd like for us to watch in the future, in the future, <laughs> uh, let us know about it there as well. We've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It's editingbay.com. When you go there, you're going to see a little uh, homepage splash screen, as they call it, with our logo on it, the lady with the bleeding eyes, and also links to our social networks, the aforementioned Facebook page, as well as our Twitter handle, which is at the Editing Bay. If you're uh-huh. following this, you already know what our movie is for next week. You've known for a week now. I know, right? I kind of pre-announced it. So exciting. Uh, you, also, you want to say what it is here? Oh uh, yeah, we'll talk about. You ready? Okay. You ready? Well, no, no, I'll let you finish your spiel. Oh, that's all. Editingbay.com. Okay, cool. So um, if you've got a uh, your Apple device, we would love it if you would leave us a uh, rating and review. Just go ahead and click on that podcast app and uh, put in the Editing Bay or Next Wave Radio. That's going to bring up our show. Uh, tap on that and then give us, a, give us a rating. Five stars, please. And a review. Let us know what you like about the show. If you have some criticism, we'd love to hear it, but make sure it's... You know, constructive criticism, not just, I hate your face, and you guys are stupid, and I bet you fuck. We're on the podcast. How can you see our faces? It's like, man, yeah, we do fuck. So what? (laughs) So what? It's 2017. It's 2017, man. Welcome to Earth. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, we would love that. If you don't have an Apple device, uh, you could still find us in the iTunes library by using the Podcast Addict and Podcast Republic apps on your Android. Mm -hmm. Uh, I forgot to mention that the director for mine would be Mark Webb. From Amazing Spider-Man fame. Oh, nice. Yes. I like that. I'm going to go James Gunn. James Gunn. Mm-hmm. God, I love him. That could be fun. Uh, fun with Gunn? <laughs> love Gunn! <laughs> love Gunn! All right, so uh, next week? Next week, Joe. Next week, um, a little movie coming out. Another uh, Marvel movie coming out. Finally, this time, right? Yeah, is this yeah. a Marvel movie? Yes, it well, is. Well, it is. It, it's. It, I mean, it's Universal that still owns it, I think. Mm. Is it Sony or Universal? Uh, Sony, Sony, I oh, believe. Sony, yeah. Okay. But they're, they've uh, somehow lent their character. they partnered up with Marvel. Mm-hmm. Lending their Spider-Man character for, I guess, what is now confirmed as one of three films. Yeah. yeah. They're making another uh, Spider-Man trilogy with the aforementioned Tom Holland. Speedman. So to celebrate, we're going to look back at one of the uh, the Spider-Man movies. Uh-huh. Will it be uh, the J- Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man film? I hate Mondays. <laughs> It'll be Gar- Bill Murray as Garfield the Cat is our next week's movie. No, uh, we're going to look at the uh, the controversial uh, Spider-Man 3, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3, oh, starring Tobey Maguire, uh, Kirsten Dunst, and uh, James Topher Franco. we got Toby and Topher. Toby, Topher. Toby. Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, the, the guy from La La Land. J.K. Simmons? J.K. fucking Simmons. I can't believe you described him as the guy from La La Land. <laughs> I can't believe that I got the that. The state farm commercials? Yeah. No, farmers. The guy from the farmers commercials. Bum, 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 bum. We were there. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my best friend, Hank Mardukas. 
Uh, it's called libel. Not my tempo. <laughs> Have you seen Whiplash? Shit, yeah, Whiplash. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, what yeah, I know yeah. him from. Um, Cool, man. Spider-Man 3. I'm excited Spider-Man. about this. Are you excited about that? I am excited about Interesting. it. Because I have thoughts about Spider-Man 3 that Ooh. weren't popular at the time mm. and probably aren't popular still. <laughs> uh, but I'm uh, I'm excited to kind of go back to this, to revisit this movie. Oh, it should be fun. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right. Is that is that it? You That's have, it. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, just uh, Independence Day. Be safe out there. Not the film. Oh, I thought the, the actual. I was like, we just spent an hour and a half talking about how shitty the this holiday. was. holiday. Actually, actually, I want to plug with something. Um, if you're, uh, you're looking for some video needs, some video editing or motion graphics or video shooting or whatever, a uh, buddy of mine's got a business, Brundage, Matthew Brundage, brundagecreative.com. Uh-huh. If you go to his cool. website, uh, he, he's in the DFW area servicing all your video needs. Nice. Uh, that's B-R-U-N-D-I-G-E. Brundage Creative. Is, is it like, will he take my VHS movies and transfer them to... Uh, you know, he could do that, but a man of his talents, <laughs> that would be a waste of his time. I would not recommend that. However, no. if you need to shoot a commercial or a YouTube video or, or a porn or, or a film, guy shoots films as well. Porn. Very talented. What are his rates? Big supporter. Do you know his rates? If you, uh, if you can't... Uh, if you, what, what, how's it go? If you have to ask. You can't you afford can't it. Afford Actually, I shouldn't say that. That's, he's very affordable. <laughs> He's going to be like, why the fuck are you saying that? <laughs> Dude, uh, I kind of just gave you service. <laughs> Last time you'll ask for a plug on the podcast. Brendan's creative. <laughs> very cool. All right, uh, Jeff, thank you very much, sir. Uh, Joel, always a pleasure. The pleasure's all mine. Guys, we'll catch you next week for Spider-Man 3. Happy 4th of July. Woo! You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.